Banjo-Kazooie, a colorful 3D platformer about a bear and a bird on a quest to rescue a young girl from an evil witch. Can our hosts make a compelling film out of all these colorful characters, magical worlds, and charming sound effects? Find out on this episode of Game Reel. Welcome to Game Reel. I am your host, Cassidy Easton. I'm Matt Brennan. I'm Annika Katormson. And this is a show where we we three college grads think about video games and also write movies about them. Today we're doing uh, Twerk Hero by Lil Nas X. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we're doing We Banjo- all got the shoes. <laughs> we're doing Banjo-Kazooie. Actually, Banjo Kazooie is a 3D platformer from 1998 for the N64. It is a collectathon game. It is about a bear and a bird. Bear's named Banjo, the bird is named Kazooie, and they are trying to rescue Banjo's little sister from the evil witch Gruntilda Winky Bunyan, who has kidnapped uh, his sister in order to steal her beauty. So the whole game revolves around you like going into Gruntilda's lair and then going into these different worlds to collect these things called jiggy pieces. Once you collect enough of those, you can go find Grunty and then you can fight her and rescue your sister. This game is full of personality. It's very colorful. Everything is very like literally alive. Everything kind of talks to you uh, when you pick it up and it's just a very magical, very strange world. It was developed by Rareware and is, I don't know who it's in the hands of now. It was originally Nintendo, but I think Xbox owns Rare now. Yeah, it's in like some weird Microsoft limbo type thing. Yeah. So there hasn't really been a Banjo game since the early 2000s. Yeah, since Nuts and Bolts, which yeah. we will talk about on another episode, I'm sure. Um, oh, yeah. As it's the best one. <laughs> but yeah, I've played this game a bit. I played it when I was like 12-ish on the Xbox, and I've been recently playing it again. What are, you, what are your guys' relationship with this game? I recall being a young child hearing about Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts and people being angry, <laughs> and I just didn't understand because I had not played the games. And I still haven't yet, but... I watch Cassidy stream on plug, plug your Twitch, Cassidy. Uh, uh, wizard drinks. It's wizard on drinks. wizard drinks. Dot... My favorite Twitch yeah. channel. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash wizard drinks. Exactly. I and was so... taking a sip. Sorry. Yeah. So it's it's almost like I played the game. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I haven't ever played it either. Actually, when Cassidy said that he was gonna start streaming Banjo Kazooie, my thought was my thought was like. Oh, what's this cool new modern game that Cassidy's going to show me? That <laughs> <laughs> was very mistaken. I would love for there to be a cool new modern Banjo-Kazooie, but I don't think that they're going to make one because the rights are all tied up in a weird way. Very He's sad. in Smash, though. Him, and, Kaz- Smash, him though. and Kazooie are in Smash, and that's what a lot of people wanted. With your guys' limited knowledge of this game, 
do you guys have a favorite character from this game? Which the character list for this game is like expansive. Like I I was looking through the character list on the wiki and it's like multiple pages because basically every like object and item and enemy is a character in this game. Yeah, they all have like googly eyes on them. Mm-hmm. And they talk. I really like Grunhilda. I that's her name, right? Yep, Gruntilda. I said that right. Mm-hmm. I I like her energy. She, you know, she's very she's got it, you know, that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's got a lot of moxie. She's got a lot of personality. She speaks in rhyming mm-hmm. couplets. Yeah, we love the bars. Also, I I don't know very much about him, but I saw him in the credits because I was going through all the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. And the toilet guy named Logo, Logo. I like that he is a toilet. <laughs> and there was one part of his dialogue where it said he said fuck. Not like Ooh. it was part of like a larger word. But I like that it was there. So <laughs> those are my what picks. Is the, I didn't know the about this. I know word. it's motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I knew exactly. there was a toilet. I didn't know he said fuck. I think I am exaggerating the association between this character and the word fuck. <laughs> okay. However, that's just like when I was going through his dialogue, that's what like jumped out at me, you know? Mm hmm. It was like F-U-K and then the rest of the word. Oh, okay. So it's it's your like headcanon about Lago. Yeah, he like he seems to me he seems very New York, very like mm-hmm. I swear a lot, like uh, yeah. get the fuck out of my way type, <laughs> he, you know. If he was in this like movie he would be voiced by like what's his name? Robert De Niro? Yeah, exactly. Who is in all our movies? I think <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we've ever cast Robert De Niro, but this is if this. No, he was Bowser in a in a. <gasps> oh, he was fucking Sunshine. Was he really? I don't remember that. I thought we. He that was very integral to the plot. <laughs> wow, I I'm gonna have to listen to our Sunshine episode again. That's crazy. Can't believe we said that. We're such we're such innovators. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, Annika, do you have a favorite character? Um, from what I watched of your stream, my favorite character was Kazooie. She's fun. She's a girl boss. I liked her energy. <laughs> um, going through the character list, though, <laughs> I don't know the I don't know the story of any of these people. I like Gloop the Fish. <laughs> oh yeah. And I like the Tip Top Choir because it's just a, a bunch of little turtles that sing you a little song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Tip Top Choir fucks me up all the time because I've got a bad memory, and they are a memory game. And if you get it wrong, you get hurt and possibly die. Mm-hmm. And what poss- fucks me up is to, like, select them. You just have to break their fucking back. Yeah, you have to jump on them and ground pound them. <laughs> it looks like it hurts really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why they really fuck you up if you get it wrong. They're like, hey, come mm-hmm. on, dude. I think pain is a weirdly strong element of this game. Yeah. Because <laughs> that one turtle tup tank, you have to like stomp his feet to like get him to open his mouth. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's all good. My feet are warm now. And it's just like, are they really? Well, he says he says like he's enjoying it. But the like the sound effect they choose when he like gets hit is just like horrendous. You know, yeah, it's terrible. It's, it's like a scream of pain. It's so visceral and great. <laughs> That's one of the best things about this game is the sound design. Everything has a fun little sound, especially like the dialogue. The dialogue, there's like a little dialogue box that pops up and then like, I think it's like the most iconic thing about this game probably is the way the dialogue works where, you know, something is talking, you'll hear like a noise that plays while the dialogue box kind of like 
shows you all the, what they're saying. My favorite character from this game, hands down, is got to be Mumbo Jumbo. I love Mumbo. I think he's a cool character. He's this little, like, uh, skull dude with like a pink body and a yellow belly, and he's got like a like a grass skirt and a skull wand. And he uh, he turns you he like he like turns you into like animals or like little creatures, uh, which you use to solve puzzles in the level. And I think in the beginning of the in Banjo Tooie, he uh, he plays cards with Banjo and Kazooie and uh, Bottles the mole, so he's just like a chill bro that hangs out. Mm-hmm. And he turns you into the cutest little crocodile alligator like I've mm-hmm. ever seen in my gosh darn life. <laughs> yep, yep. All right, so do we have pitches? Do we want to talk about them? <laughs> I have a sure. pitch, but I'm keeping it to myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> a new element of the show. <laughs> Secret pitches. Guess you have to pitch. you have to you have to DM Annika if you want them. <laughs> mhm. We actually me and Cassidy have to guess what Annika's pitch is <laughs> in that way. Um mine's like pretty bare, so I think I'll go first. Bare? Like <laughs> Yeah, pretty Mhm. Mm. Homophones. Ooh, <laughs> the English language. All right. <laughs> Okay, so, when his sister's kidnapped by an envious witch, one fuzzy himbo and his feisty feathered girl boss companion <laughs> must prevent the youth's essence from being stolen by the old. Yeah, it's just kind of the plot of the, the actual game, mm-hmm. you know. However, um, I noticed that 2D's essence was not stolen by Grinhilda, and I think we should let her do that and turn into a, like, sexy witch. Because I think that'd be kind of funny. You're going to love my pitch. Oh, <laughs> fuck yeah. All right. And then for shits and giggles, I wrote um, Wicked, but the like the Broadway show, but with Grunhilda instead. Oh my God. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'll wait till the end of the show. You might have you might have just guessed an email we got. <laughs> oh, we're in sync. It's cool. Yeah. All right. I'll go first or I'll go second. Uh, because my, my, my pitch is basically similar to Matt's. Banjo and his pal Kazooie must use Grunty's magic against her to rescue young Tootie. So it's same with me. It's like the same, it's the, just a plot from the game. But the new element I've thrown in there is that they find Grunty's spell book, Cheeto. And the whole thing about Cheeto is when you like, when you meet him in the game, He's like, oh, Grunty lost me, so and you found me, so I'll help you now because, you know, finders keepers. Uh, he talks like Yoda, though. Um, he's just this... Then Frank Dawes can voice him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, um, he's, a, he's a book that just flies around and it's got eyes. And so my idea was that uh, Cheeto is how Banjo and Kazooie traverse, like, Grunty's crazy lair and, like, go to the different places that they need. I was thinking, like, Grunty would, like, seal off the entrance to her lab magically so they couldn't get in, and, like, Cheeto would tell them, like, oh, you need this special, like, series of ingredients to get in, and they're all in different places in the world, and then, like, Cheeto would give them, like, a teleportation spell or something, and they'd just teleport to all the classic levels, you know, Shipwreck Bay, uh, Freeze Easy Peaks, Gobi's Valley, Clanker's Cavern, stuff like that. 
and uh and also i i wrote here in the end i think they should end up having to fight sexy grunty because <laughs> i don't think there's any way that they can finish all of their quest before uh the transformation is done fair fair i like that a lot yeah and then they just have to like reverse the spell at the end even though it's kind of science we could have tootie as like an old lady just cause <laughs> i think in the game she turns into like a monster if you get oh. a game over. Yeah, like, you get oh. to see what happens to her if you get a game over. And when you get a game over, what happens is, like, uh, Klungo, Grunty's monster scientist, like, pulls the lever. And then uh, Grunty becomes, like, this sexy lady in, like, this, like, skin-tight dress. Uh, and then uh, Tootie comes out, like, this giant green monster that looks like Klungo. Okay, so, yeah, I'm realizing that my pitch is very, very different. So... I was reading the the Banjo-Kazooie wiki, and when I was reading it, I realized that essentially the plot of Banjo-Kazooie is, like, kind of a, like, a hodgepodge of, like, a ton of diff- other, a ton of other children's media. So, like, I think there's literally a scene where Gruntilda, like, is looking at a mirror, and she's, like, mirror, mirror on the wall. Yeah, it's Dingpot, her cauldron. <laughs> yeah. Um... And then her design is just the witch from the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> so I was trying to think, like, how can I take this but make it, it's, like, more of its own thing instead of just being related to, or instead of just being, like, like kind of the collage of children's media that it already is. So my, the name of my pitch is Little Miss Tootie. So this would open up. Um, with Tootie, uh, Banjo's little sister. She is going to do a beauty pageant and, you know, all her friends are there. Banjo and Kazooie are there and she loses. And at this point, she's, she's so upset. She storms out and she goes to her brother and she's like, I've heard of this magical item and it will make me beautiful and we just have to find it. And Banjo's like, like, you know I care for your sis- for you, sister. I will, you know, I'll help you find this. Where is it? And Tootie's like, oh, well, it's in the cavern of this evil witch named Gruntilda. We have to venture to her and steal it from her. And there's basically no talking her out of it. Banjo and Kazooie decide to help her. So then they have to go to Gruntilda and steal this item from her. Um, and then... I think it would culminate in a scene where the item uh, starts to work and then is broken. And then maybe in the the ending of the epilogue, Tootie goes back to um, the beauty pageant and maybe like she decides to try it again, but as herself or she uh, decides that this is not something for her because she's she's realized that physical beauty doesn't matter or something like that i was thinking like something in the vein of like a cute barbie movie where she learns a cute lesson yeah mm-hmm. wow that much to think about with that one <laughs> it's very it's very different i like it though i feel like your pitch could be something that could be like really like nicely integrated into the actual plot of the game too i don't think that our pictures are so complex that we can't just like fully integrate Annika's idea mm-hmm. into it. 
and just like focus the shift more on this lesson Mm -hmm. yeah 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 i think you are right in saying that this kind of could slot in pretty easily into the original concept of the game like the original story of the game because like in the original story grunty kind of just does this on a whim she's just like oh hey dingpot how how hot am i and he's like well you're (laughs) fine i guess but there's this cute little girl and she's like what i'm gonna go get that little girl and steal her beauty but like i i kind of like the idea of like her like 2d and the gang kind of like giving grunty a reason to like fuck with them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i think in the end like 2d learning like the importance of not being shallow i think grunty can learn that too you know Mm -hmm. well i think i think grunty should die because (laughs) that's how the actual game ends spoiler alert grunty does die Mm -hmm. but then she does come back later as a skeleton oh okay and then and then later in nuts and bolts she comes back as a skull attached to a robot body I think a skull attached to a robot body is, like, the pinnacle of beauty, but maybe mm-hmm. I'm just yeah. different like that. <laughs> <laughs> you um, know, if we do kill her and then she comes back as just, like, a skeleton person, she has to, you know, look at her stance on beauty and just really rethink <laughs> everything and be less shallow. <laughs> as you have to when you lose all your skin. Uh, yeah. You know? So maybe this is exactly what we need. That'll thematically that, yeah, speak. We'll, <laughs> we'll cover that when we do an episode of Banjo Tooie. Um. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like post credits. <laughs> post credits, she recites a monologue in a dimly lit stage about mm-hmm. the confines what of is patriarchy. Beauty? What is beauty? <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So let's uh, let's think through this. How does this begin? It does two are we are we fully like ripping off uh little miss sunshine where uh like she seeks out a beauty contest and goes and does it or should there be like a beauty contest that like comes into their like little valley i think maybe a beauty contest of the valley yeah i just thought of something so what if like this beauty contest is open to everyone in mm-hmm. the land and everyone is so different so once like the beauty contest towards the end actually happens everyone comes together and like everyone's standards of beauty is so different because they're all different species and stuff yeah so that's how we learn the lesson in the end that's lovely i do think at the end there should be like a revisiting of the the contest i agree yeah i thought of a judge for the beauty contest who maybe that's like where Tootie gets the idea that she needs to be perfect or something is uh gruntilda's sister brentilda but isn't she a good witch? She is a good witch. But I, I think like she should. It should be announced that she's like the 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 judge of this contest. I like that. And maybe she's so beautiful that Tootie is intimidated by this idea. Yeah, like I think I think uh, <laughs> I, I'm just like picturing like the the way this happens is like everyone in in like Spiral Mountain or wherever it's called is like. It, it learns about this beauty contest that's going to be like coming to them and everyone's talking about it and then like banjo or someone is like tells to like hey you should enter the beauty contest you're pretty and then i could just see like <laughs> kazooie or like someone saying kazooie should enter and kazooie is like no nah, i don't need anybody to tell me i'm perfect i know <laughs> and then i think like tootie should sign up and then right after she signs up she realizes that brentilda is 
you know, uh, judging it, and then she gets, like, freaked out. I like that. I think that's a good way to start. Mm -hmm. Maybe she has, like, an anxious child dream about losing the contest and everyone laughing at it. Oh, yeah. So we start, we're starting, like, opening with the contest, this contest that comes into town. Yeah, well, or at least, like, Mm -hmm. word of the contest. I think Mm -hmm. the actual contest should happen at the end. Maybe a witch is dropping flyers all over town. A, a big cloud of bubbles comes in and, like, they all turn into flyers. And so then, then what? Then 2D learns about some kind of thing that will make her more beautiful? Mm, I'm trying to think of how she learns of it. Maybe Gruntilda kind of tempts her. Like, maybe she visits her in her dream being like, oh, the beautiful witch Gruntilda has this special spell luring them to like come to her lair or whatever mm-hmm. and perhaps she could try to take her beauty so she could win the contest instead yeah i definitely think whatever happens grunty should like st- steal tootie's beauty and be like well now i'm gonna win the contest instead i kind of i kind of like the idea of maybe this makes grunty too innocent but like i like the idea of like tootie learning about it from someone else or something else and then they go seek it out in this like random lair and then they steal it from grunty and then grunty like retaliates or grunty could just trick them no you know what i think i like that better cassidy like that's a very witch thing to do right like retaliate against them yeah like someone goes and tries to steal something from a witch and then the witch causes all kinds of trouble that's the that's the plot of into the woods yeah but then also the whole luring thing is also the plot of Hansel and Gretel. So I guess it's both. Either <laughs> either one of them is like a, a valid th- witch thing to do. It's just, the question is just how much do we want to assassinate Grunhilda's character, you know, in our pitch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how, how bad do we want her to look? I mean, she is like the villain. Well, my thought was if Tootie is lured into the castle, then that would take away some of the power of her arc. Because, you know, it's it sets her up as, like, you know, like, innocent young girl who is, like, fed a lie. Whereas if she, like, purposely chooses to steal something because she's so, like, hell-bent on winning this contest, then at the end when she, like, comes to this realization that the contest doesn't matter, then it, you know, that's a larger arc for her to have gone through. You're absolutely right. So then how does she know about the beauty machine? Are there any characters of import who pass out knowledge like this in the game canonically? Mm. Would Bottles know? (laughs) I don't think so. Although he is kind of like the tutorial character. Maybe Mumbo knows. Mumbo's magic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, um, can Mumbo be uh, Gruntilda's ex-boyfriend just (laughs) because magic? Oh, wait. Yeah, wait a minute. What if? What if? What if, uh, like, 2D is like, let's go to Mumbo. He's He knows everything about magic. Let's see if he can change me. And he's like, ah, I can turn you into a crocodile or, like, an ant. <laughs> and she's like, ah, oh, that's not what I want. And he's like, well, I did date this one witch a long time ago. And she does have something like that. But you don't want to go talk to her. She's She's no good. And then they, like, trick him into telling them, like, where she is. Unless we just have Grunty's, like, witch lair be, like, within sight of Banjo's house. Because that is how it is in the game. Banjo and Kazooie's house is, like, 
you could just look out of their window and see Grunty's lair. Maybe that can be the joke. He's like, I won't tell, but it's like within view as he's saying. <laughs> I like yeah. that. Yeah. Maybe like his, his drapes fall over or something and then you could see it through the window. Yeah. And maybe like Banjo is like, like, could like, come on, man, we're never going to find this on our own. And then Tootie looks out the window. And she's like, Banjo, Banjo, let's go. <laughs> let's get out of here. Is that gonna be Banjo's role in the movie? He's gonna be like the kind of dopey obstacle who's like just trying to help. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think Banjo shouldn't be very smart. I think Kazooie should have all the brains, mm-hmm. but she's also <laughs> hard to work with. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna have some conflict between Banjo and Tootie during this uh, during the story? I I was kind of imagining Banjo as just this like kind of himbo concerned brother who's just like gassing up his sister the whole time being like no Tootie I think you're really cool (laughs) I don't think you need to worry about this kind of stuff and she's like you don't get it Banjo yeah I think in the end she should learn that like her self-worth isn't tied to like what people think of her Mm -hmm. but you know the people she does care about think very highly of her would that be like the inciting incident them. I think so, yeah. I feel like something with more stakes should happen that uh, I don't that pushes them to go. Like we're getting there too soon. Yeah, I feel like we're maybe getting there too soon and it's been like a little bit too simple. Like there just needs to be like one one thing. I think the hard thing should be changing Tootie back. I think her getting like duped and transformed into a monster mm-hmm. should be easy but then changing them back is the hard part oh oh i see what you mean i was thinking that she would be changed back like like she would change into a monster towards the very end of the film but you're thinking that's something that happens pretty early on i think so yeah oh okay so then probably them stealing whatever item it is and her turning into a monster would be like the big inciting incident. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So you know how in the, you know how in the game, like it's like a, a switching machine, like a big switching vat that they get into where it like switches their beauty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be that because obviously they need to like steal it, but maybe it's like something like that, like a helmet or something and they don't realize that it's like a a two-part thing that it's like a two-way system and so they like steal the helmet and there's like a scary confrontation with grunty and she like almost gets them but they get away and uh they're like yay we did it and then they like don't know how to use it and then grunty like rolls up on them it's like surprise bitches this is a two-way thing this this is used to swap beauty and then she like activates it and steals um 2D's beauty and then like flies away I just had a thought we don't have to use it of like what if like you know 2D's been changed into this monster at this point they spend the rest of the film trying to (laughs) okay they spend the rest of the film trying to like change her back and then ultimately it doesn't work in time and then she has to go through the pageant as her monster self instead of having like having her changed back already oh i agree oh yeah i think that's a good idea especially Mm because then gruntilda can come as 
you know her like new beautiful self or whatever mm-hmm. oh and of course like her sister is you know judging the pageant so then she could change them back but also explain the importance <laughs> of inner beauty and all that jazz mm-hmm. oh yeah because her sister is also I, magical yeah i actually yeah. think that like at first, Brentilda shouldn't know that that's not just how Tootie looks. And she just was like, oh, you're beautiful. Um, but then she sees Grunty, and then she puts it together. Is like, wait a minute. This isn't your real form, isn't it? Because that's not Grunty's real form. I know how you look. Uh, and then, like, there's a conflict. And I think Tootie is, like, energized by the validation that, like, looks are not important. It's, like, your personality that's beautiful. Um and then that gives her the energy to help Banjo and Kazooie go fight Grunty and then change her back to how she was. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. This is a very cute story we're putting together. I think it'd be nice if, like, after everyone, like, all the different species are evaluated for the beauty pageant, like, in the end, it's like, okay, and the winner is everyone, and, like, everyone gets a prize or whatever. Because <laughs> like, you're all beautiful in your own way. Yeah. Aw. Awesome. So... What happens between those two events? Gotta be some adventuring stuff. Yeah, I feel like they should have to speak to someone again to be like, oh, we screwed up. How can we turn her back? And then maybe they're given like some kind of quest or some other item they have to find. Then maybe their thing should be trying to catch Grunty again so that, you know, like they could try Mm -hmm. to switch back before the pageant obviously they're not going to but yeah maybe grunty's like going around the different worlds trying to pick up like different stuff to gussy yourself up for the Mm -hmm. pageant and so that'll give us an excuse to like go around the different worlds and have an adventure yeah yeah like kind of like the plot of ella enchanted where you know they're chasing this fairy or this woman around and they keep like getting there right as she has left so then maybe we should establish, like, the first place that they end up going to. I think Treasure Trove Cove, definitely, because it's, like, a tropical island with, like, pirate stuff right. and crabs and clams mm-hmm. and coconuts and sharks. Oh, wait a minute. Hang on. I, okay. I, I thought I had an idea, and then I did realize that I don't know what I would do with it. But also maybe another magical device or some kind of plot point. The Jinjos. The Jinjos are these little fairy dudes that are like lost and like in danger. And when you collect them in when you collect five of them in a level, you like uh you get a jiggy piece. But yeah, I mean the Jinjos could be something. Maybe they have to find King Dingling. Who's King Dingling? <laughs> that's his name. Uh I think that's his name, hang on. Is he He's not a giant penis man. No, no, he's the king of the Jinjos. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. That's a scroll oh. so far. Wait, I can't. When you Google that. King Jingling. His name is <laughs> King Jingling. <laughs> <laughs> king Jingling is the king of the Jinjos. He's this giant Jinjo who has like a king robe and a king's crown and like this little worm dog. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> And he's the king, obviously, because he has the largest jingling. (laughs) I think maybe he should definitely be included in our story, even though he's a Banjo-Tooie character. 
can he be another judge on the uh, contest oh, panel? I th- yeah, oh, yeah. I, I thought he was either going to be a judge or maybe a contestant. I think being a king, he does not need... Um... <laughs> validation? No, yeah, validation. Yeah. He doesn't need validation from peasants. Mm. <laughs> peasants. That's fair. He's also he is also a judge. He's we're not a judge, but he's like on the judge panel. But you know, Brentilda, yeah. she her judgment ruled overall. Oh yeah, totally. The others are just accessories, really. Yeah. Can we have Mister Vile as another one of the judge people, <laughs> even though he's like bad vibes? I think Vile should be a villain or something. I think Vile, I, he's he's too mean. Also, I hate him. <laughs> I hate him. Because, I know, but because he 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 has one of the hardest parts in that one level he's in. I I like him though. He's got a lot of spunk. He's got a lot of energy in him. He does, but I, he also bite me, and I hate him. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Personal grudges are, are yeah. Valid. Listen, I'm gonna bring my grudges into this writing <laughs> writing room. And here's a scene where Mister Vile gets fucking killed. <laughs> Fuck you, Mister Vile. <laughs> Ooh, what about... Ooh, okay, hang on. How about this? What if Tootie, Banjo, and Kazooie, they're like, well, shit, how do we... Maybe Mumbo can change you back. And so they visit Mumbo, and Mumbo's like, I cannot change you back. You need... You need something else. You, I, I, Maybe he, like, he thinks of, like... Maybe he tells them that there's, like, this recipe, but he doesn't have any of the ingredients he'll need them to get it for them but he could make a potion that might change her back and so then he tells them all these places they need to go and all these things they need to get and one of the things they need to get is one of the one of the, like uh the red yumblies from Mr. Vile's little lair and that's like an action scene where they have to fight Mr. Vile in order to get the red yumblies Wait, I can't imagine anything that you're saying. Let me look that up. <laughs> so, for those at home who haven't played Banjo Kazooie, in the in the level Bubble Gloop Swamp, there is a sequence where Mumbo turns you into a little alligator, and you go into this little like alligator hut, and inside is a red alligator named Mister Vile, and he challenges you to this competition of like this eating competition. You have to eat more red yumblies, which are these little like radish-looking things with eyes. You have to eat more than he does, and then eventually it gets harder because they're, like, yellow grumblies that, like, are bad, and if you eat them, you throw up. So anyway, what do you guys think of that? The They have to get a bunch of ingredients from all the iconic levels, and that's what, like, uh, prompts them to go around the world. So they won't be chasing Grunty anymore. I mean, they can try. Maybe that's something they try before going to Mumbo. Like, they try to go into her castle, but they can't for some reason. Uh, I had a thought. What if they, what if they are chasing her and, uh, I don't know. I don't actually know how this would be incorporated. They're chasing her and they realize that she's pulling the same ingredients that they are because perhaps they're making the same potion, which would add tension to the story, but I don't know how to explain why they're making the same potion. Maybe this potion could be like the potion of true beauty or whatever. And so Mumble would be like, oh, it will turn you back. But then Tootie's like, oh, and it'll make me even more beautiful. And he's like, uh, I don't know about that. Oh. And so, and Grunty's thinking the same thing. Like, oh, I could be even extra more beautiful. 
But in the end, when they complete the potion, it just turns them back into themselves because it's about everyone's beautiful, you know? Yeah. And then when Grunty is, like, turned back into herself after drinking the potion... She's, she'll be pretty mad. She'll be fucking pissed and start tearing shit up, and that's why they fight her and kill her in the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's, like, not not down for this whole everyone's, like, beautiful no, thing. She's yeah, like, no, she I want to win the contest. Yeah, she is absolutely in this for on the, for surface-level reasons. Yeah. She's looking out for number one, and, you know, we can't really blame her, because she is a girl boss. <laughs> <laughs> so many girl bosses in Banjo-Kazooie. It's, it's mind-boggling. It's great. That's that's such a great idea. I love that. Yeah. Like she they go to Mumbo and they're like, "Dude, you lied. This like she's collecting the same potion as us. What are you trying to give us?" And he's like, "No, I I always said that this was just a potion of of true beauty, not of artificial beauty." And then maybe to kind of keep what we were going for originally, maybe like they can't find the last ingredient and they have to go into the contest without the last ingredient and it's not until the contest is over when when Brentilda yeah I think she would probably give them like the final ingredient oh yeah what if like the final ingredient is like uh something to do with a witch like a witch's tear or something or a, a witch's kiss oh yeah something like that and so, like, they're like, where are we going to get a witch's kiss? We need to get one for, or not a kiss, because how would they get it from Grunty? Something to do, like a lock of witch's hair or something. Something that they could try to take from Grunty, but Grunty could easily stop them from doing it. I think a kiss is fine, because then uh, Brunt Tilda, the sister, could give it to them. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Grunty, when she completes it, she could just, like, kiss herself in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I like that, and it, yeah, and it explains why they're chasing her around. I think Banjo and Kazooie are like trying to change her back, but Tootie's still like, I still, I don't want to just be changed back. I want to be more beautiful. Yeah, naturally. And so the wise Mumbo Jumbo will be like, okay, I know what you need, and this will make you more beautiful. And he'll be like, yeah, totally, we'll do it. But he'll he'll know that will change her back, and then we he could like she can approach him afterwards and be like oh like why did you tell me that it's like oh because the beauty was inside you all along or whatever yeah yeah mumbo seems wise yeah i think he'll i think he should coyly lie to them Mm -hmm. yeah to teach them a a proper lesson everyone's trying to teach lessons in this movie but i don't think grunty should know this so mumbo lies to them Grunty is spying on them through dingpot she learns about this potion she's like oh shit a more beauty for me i think yes i'll take those ingredients right out from under their noses and then so they go to try and get the ingredients and grunty's always there making shit hard so what are the ingredients we got red yumblies can we include something with clanker Ooh, the giant metal yeah, whale yeah yeah what could clanker have that they need was there like a thing inside his body so they have an excuse to Magic school bus, that shit. <laughs> There's lots of stuff inside his body. He had crabs, right, inside him? There were some crabs inside him, yes. <laughs> something like the heart of a whale or something, and, like, they take, like, a like a little piece of his heart or something. They, like, help him out, and he, like, mm. lets them in to his body. 
<laughs> or maybe it's like I don't know. I feel like it should be something like something like he, they need a part of him, but they're not gonna just like take it from him because they're nice. They're gonna help him out in whatever way they can. But Grunty, you know her. She's not gonna ask. She's gonna take things. Maybe his tooth. Hmm. Oh his wait, teeth are huge. The Wikipedia says that Grunty uses him as her garbage disposal. Yeah, I mean canonically, he's the garbage disposal in her lair. Oh, oh man! man. Oh. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, I mean that's why he's like all miserable in in there. He's like, "Hey, can I have some fresh air to breathe, please? I hate this stale water." And that's why when you let him up, he's all happy. And then you know his teeth are all achy, and you you knock those out, and he's like, "Oh, thanks, man." His teeth are achy. Yeah, like he uh, he's got two golden teeth, and he's like, once you let him out of the water, he like. Or, like, once you let him, like, breach the water, he so he's able to breathe, he's like, oh, yeah, my teeth hurt now. And you, like, knock his te- like these two golden teeth out with, like, your egg shot. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, thanks. There's a little bit of treasure in my mouth if you want to, like, get it. What's that, what's that really valuable stuff that whales barf up? Oh, the thing that they make Money. perfume out of? Yeah. It's, like, amber grease or something. Yeah. They also spit out little wooden boys who have existential <laughs> issues. Yeah, it's called it's called amber grease. There was like something that happened like a few like a few years ago where some kid found amber grease and then they were able to sell it because it's like some kind of rare commodity. People make perfume out of it. So then maybe like Grunty like will be like, just give me that shit, and he's like. No, I don't like how you're treating me. And then she just like flies into his blowhole and takes it. And yeah. when our heroes get here, he'd be like, "Oh no, not another one person treating me like trash." You know, mm-hmm. like if you want it, you should help me out. And they're like, well, "What do you want to do?" And he's like, uh, "My teeth are kind of achy. Can you help me with that?" And then they do, and yeah. it's a good time. <laughs> so literally, the thing they need is amber grease. I can't think of anything less morbid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i don't i don't think they should be just like hacking off pieces of this guy's body you know Mm -hmm. yeah no you're right he's gone through a lot it could just be the teeth since like canonically you said that they help him knock it out but i feel like his wouldn't. (laughs) yeah i feel like grunty wouldn't do that for him though because that would be beneficial to him yeah so it has to be something different. The teeth are a good thing for Banjo and Kazooie to like help out with to like get what they need. All right, so one of the ingredients, a big lump of amber grease. The other ingredients, red yumblies from Mr. Vile. <laughs> what else? What other levels we got? What is your next favorite area, Cassidy? Um, I like Treasure Trove Cove, but I can't think of anything that would be there that's not just treasure. There are crabs in it, right? There's crabs, sure. Ooh, well... There's a big crab, isn't there? There is a big crab. His name's Snipper. He's like a hermit crab, right? Yeah, he's like a giant hermit crab, but he's like a giant monstrous one. And they they could need to fight him. But what does he have? Maybe maybe Mumbo is just... Maybe Mumbo says, like, you, you need something... You need to get something out of a hermit crab's home. Anything at all. Because, like, how do you get inside a hermit crab's home? You kill the hermit crab. Yeah, you, you destroy the giant hermit crab. Oh, they're gonna kill people. Well, you know, <laughs> no, video <wait>. game kill. 
<laughs> I think maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> no kill. Have to resort to that. Yeah, probably a no fight, killing. perhaps, but they, not. They, yeah, they have to fight him, and he'll give them something. Oh wait, yeah, that's totally it, right? Like they they see Snipper, they they are like looking for hermit crabs, but all of them are too small, and they can't like they don't have anything. And they see Snipper, and like, cause he was like, "Hey, Snipper, you got anything?" And he's like, "Yeah, I got a lot of stuff. What do you want?" And he's like, "She's like, I don't know. Give me something." And he's like, "No, you're smaller than me. I'll kill you." And then they have to, you know, fight him, and eventually they beat him. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing though is, in this situation, I feel like the hermit crab is super valid though. And our heroes are just being mm, douchebags. Yeah, you yeah. know, you're right. Well, I mean, Kazooie is think... known for being a douchebag sometimes. I think Banjo That's would true. ask. I think Banjo would be like, Kazooie, be nice. Can we have, mm-hmm. like, anything at all? Is there anything we can do for you? And then Snipper is the one who resorts to violence. Mm-hmm. I, I think the thing, though, is because, like, because Grunty's going to be doing all the same, like, mm-hmm. tasks as we are. And I think our heroes have to do it in a kinder way that's true that's true fair fair point because otherwise like how are we like you know less validated than that's true okay (laughs) so then what so then they must do something for snipper maybe they find him a nicer home maybe his shell is like a little old and dilapidated no that's that's yeah so then where do they find him a home they kill another big crab. <laughs> <laughs> um, Perfect. I was gonna say there is a pirate ship in Treasure Trove Cove. Maybe they like tell him. Maybe there's like the the pirate ship is like abandoned, and like they they have a move in there. Yeah, I like the idea of like a little sideways abandoned pirate ship being a shell. I think that's cute. Yeah, or like oh, or like yeah. they drag it over to him. Yeah. And it's, like, a lot of effort. They, like, really, really work hard to, like, haul this pirate ship out of the water and towards this big crab. So we've agreed that the first thing they do is they go and get the Yumblies, and now this getting this thing from the hermit crab is the second thing? I think Clanker should be the first thing. Well, actually, he's pretty big. Maybe he should be the last thing. I don't know, because Clanker's whole thing is he's very big and friendly. And so I just pictured him being the first thing, because it's like, all he wants is, like, you know, to be helped out of the water a little bit, and also to have his teeth, like, rotten teeth knocked out. Oh, yeah. It, no, mm-hmm. I think it should be Clanker first, because he's a little bit... He easier. looks scary, but he's 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 friendly, yeah. He's not, like... Yeah. I Wait, I think he should be last... And I okay. think it should be because when they approach the, him, they're going to, because of his appearance, mm-hmm. they're going to think he's really mean and scary. Oh. But when they meet him, they actually realize that he's very nice. <gasps> oh. And they had to look beyond that. Yes. yes. You're so right. You're so right. And so their final lesson, you know, before like going to the thing is that, you know, an act of kindness goes a long way and you shouldn't, you know, judge a book by its Yeah. Cover. Just because someone looks scary don't mean they are. Yeah, we're gonna really run this fucking point. Yeah, so, <laughs> well, listen, it's a you kids movie. To, you are never. Yeah. Yes, yeah. these children who are gonna watch this very real future <laughs> movie are never gonna be shallow ever again after this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, cool. So then, just to tie up Mister Vile's whole thing, they shouldn't fight Vile. I think Grunty should just steal the Yumblies from Vile. But I think. Mm-hmm. 
I think what could happen with Vile is he challenges you to an eating contest in the game. So he should challenge them to an eating contest, like, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how they get the Yumblies. They're like, can we have some Yumblies? And he's like, no, they're all mine. You need to beat me in an eating contest first to, you know, get them. And they're like, uh, okay. Or maybe they, like, propose the eating contest. I don't know. Maybe with Tootie's new monster body, she just, like, bodies him completely in the eating contest. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm also not imagining it as it is in the game where they run around. I'm imagining it like it's like a Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Yeah, it's like a big pile they just of have like, Yeah, just like a disgustingly large pile of food. I think I think uh, a a uh, a cute thing to include in the uh, to to include in the this like eating contest should be like maybe like when when they like you know finish the eating contest and you know Tootie wins i think maybe kazooie should be like oh that monster body really helped her out in the eating contest and then banjo's like oh no she was always able she could beat anyone in an eating contest she's like the best <laughs> at that she's always been good at that that's yeah cute. that's yeah. cute all right cool so then they get all the things they they go back to mumbo he gives them the potion he, oh wait no they still need the witch's kiss or whatever yeah but i think i think we were saying at this point like maybe it's been too much time and the contest is going to start and so they have to go like Tootie has to go in as she is they don't have time to figure out the witch's kiss thing yeah they like show up brentilda does her whole thing mm-hmm. she validates Tootie. Tootie finally realizes that, you know, it being kind and who you are is important. It's not your outward appearance that matters. Then Grunty shows up and she's like, you know, all shitty and, you know, mean to everyone. And then Brentilda recognizes her. Um, and then the whole potion thing happens. Yeah, I think I think that works. Yeah. I think she could be like I don't know, like, flexing on her sister and her sister being like, well, I'm not too impressed or whatever. And then she could be like, all right, we'll wait until I do this potion. Oh, bits. yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe she drinks it, like, during her, you know, like, in a beauty pageant, there's, like, a moment where you get to talk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I liked what Matt said, where it's like, Brentilda's like, I don't know, I don't I don't think you're that beautiful. Um, and then, and then Grunty's like, oh yeah, we'll watch this. And then she drinks the potion and then she turns back to normal and then she fucking flips out and starts blowing shit up and doing magic all over the place. Wait, can we, can we switch, can we switch this to be a little wholesome, but then still lead to conflict? I kind of don't mind it being like during her little like pageant speech that she does that and then she turns back to normal. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, in the end when they announce the actual winner... She also just gets like, a, yeah, you're beautiful as you are. I love you as you are, my sister, or whatever. And then that's when, like, she goes crazy because she's like, I still deserve to fucking win. Oh, yes. I like that. I don't think she takes it well. Right. Okay, that's fair. Maybe she even yeah. points to Mumbo and she's like, you! What, what the hell was this potion? Why did it turn me ugly again? And he was just like, oh, I forgot to mention, it's a potion of inner beauty. I like that. Maybe we do like a meet in the middle type thing where I think in our original idea, <laughs> Bruntilda 
was is not mean to her sister. She's like kind to her sister throughout, but Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. But her sister But grunty, yeah. Yeah. She's not having it. She's not having it, yeah. Okay, so then where where we're at is they go to the pageant, Tootie is still a monster, Gruntilda takes the potion during the pageant, she turns back into her regular self, and she starts a battle. And then they they kill her here? Yeah, because she's now endangering everyone. She's, like, mm-hmm. in danger of hurting everyone at the pageant, which is, like, everyone Banjo and Kazooie and Tootie know. Mm-hmm. So then they're kind of, they have to fight now. They've got to, like, stop her. I'm wondering who deals the final blow. Probably Banjo or Kazooie. I feel, it feels weird for Tootie to, like, have this weird kind of, like, revenge, even though she's accepted herself. Mm-hmm. No, I think Tootie should just, like, slice a knife, like, straight into the I think I think in the game it's a very cartoon death too because it's like it's not like Banjo and Kazooie were trying to kill her. I think they just oh. like knock her off the tower and she falls to her death. And so then she's like knocked into this bottomless pit or whatever. She's <laughs> dead. The day is saved. Tootie has learned a, a valuable lesson. And Brentilda, you know, is proud of her for that and she's like, "I think you're still very beautiful, but I understand wanting to have your true form back and she gives her the last ingredient of the potion Tootie drinks it and she comes back as herself i like that and then there yeah. definitely should be a post credit scene of like klungo coming <laughs> back like finding like the the site of grunty's impact like many months later and he like pours this like revigoration potion on her body or whatever and like a skeleton hand shoots out of the hole that she fell in <laughs> mm-hmm I think we're ready for the <laughs> recap. I, I agree. We start out in the beautiful uh, vista of Spiral Mountain, the home of Banjo-Kazooie and all of his friends, close to Mumbo's Mountain, because Mumbo visits all the time. They, uh, they're all living their idyllic life when uh, word comes in through magical message of a, of a beauty pageant, a, a beauty contest that will be held in the area with a special guest judge. Banjo and Kazooie uh, learn of this, and so does Tootie. And Banjo encourages his little sister Tootie's like, "Oh, you should, uh, you should enter the contest. You're, you're pretty. I bet you would win. You would win immediately." And Tootie's like, "Oh, that's very sweet. Sure, I'll, I'll sign up." She signs up and then quickly realizes who the judge will be. Brentilda the Good Witch, a beautiful witch in a pink dress. Suddenly, Tootie is very, very anxious. She thinks, oh, I'm not pretty enough for Brentilda. She's the most beautiful witch I've ever seen. I've got to be more beautiful. So she she tells Banjo this, and Banjo, though insisting that she is beautiful already, is always willing to support and help his sister in whatever she needs. So they go to Mumbo Jumbo, their good skull-headed friend, who knows a bit of magic. They ask him if... Uh, he can make Tootie more beautiful. He says, no, I can maybe turn you into like like a pumpkin or an alligator or something, but I can't 
like change you at other in any other ways than that. They ask him if he knows of any other ways outside of himself. He mentions offhandedly that he once dated this witch who had something that could make someone more beautiful, but he tells them not to not to look into that as she is not a good witch. They surmise that this not good witch is probably the witch that lives in the scary fortress within sight of their home. They go to this fortress and look around trying to find this magical device. They sneak through what is uh, soon revealed to be Gruntilda's lair. They eventually find this helmet that says beauty device and they take it, they run off with it, and are discovered by Gruntilda in their lair, in her lair. She calls them thieves and chases them out of the lair. They narrowly escape with their lives, but they are, they escape unscathed. They rushed home to try and use this device. Tootie tries to make herself more beautiful, but does not know how to use it. Suddenly Gruntilda appears wearing a similar device and she says, Haha, you fools, this is a beauty swapping device. Watch! And then she turns it on and steals Tootie's beauty. Suddenly, Gruntilda is beautiful. And Tootie becomes a hideous green monster. Gruntilda then smashes her end of the device on the floor and flies away. Banjo and Kazooie try to, try to chase after her, but the, all hope is lost. The device is smashed and there's no way to reverse the effects. They go consult Mumbo again, him being the most magical person they know, and uh, he says that he himself can't do anything, but he does know the recipe for a special potion that will make anyone more beautiful. Uh, 2D uh, says that she still wants to be more beautiful than she was, and agrees to do anything to get this potion. Mumbo lists off a list of ingredients they need red yumblies from a swamp, they need a possession from a hermit crab's house, they need rare ambergris, and a witch's kiss. They, uh, Banjo, Banjo, Kazooie, and Tootie all strike off in search of these objects. They find the swamp, they find a big patch of red yumblies, and they find a giant red crocodile guarding them. His name is Mr. Vile and he does not want to share his yumblies with anyone. He is unwilling to share, but Banjo and Kazooie challenge him to an eating contest. Whoever can eat the most get as many yumblies as they want. Tootie also enters this contest, and she handily beats Mr. Vile. They take the yumblies they need, and they go off. Grunty then swoops in and steals them by force. They then go to Treasure Trove Cove, finding the giant hermit crab Snipper. Snipper is ornery and mean, and at first it looks like things are going to come to blows, mostly because Kazooie can't keep her mouth shut and keeps like insulting him. But eventually they learn that Snipper needs a bigger home. He's too big for the shell he's in. So they help him move. Tootie uses her superior monster strength to pull this abandoned pirate ship out of the water and helps him settle into his new home. He then rewards them with a possession from his house. Grunty burgles him and takes a possession by force. They then look for rare ambergris. The only whale they can think of is Clanker from Clanker's Cavern, a giant garbage disposing mecha whale. They 
are at first scared of him. His appearance is very scary. He's got giant, sharp teeth, and he looks like a scary robot. But they l learn soon by meeting him that he is very kind and very gentle, and in fact, is in need of help. He has aching teeth, and he needs them to be pulled out. Banjo and Kazooie help with this, and he rewards them with the rare ambergris. Grunty, of course, runs up inside his body and takes it for himself. It is then that Banjo and Kazooie and Tootie come to the realization that they don't know where to get a witch's kiss. Grunty sure isn't going to give it to them, and they don't know where Brentilda the Good Witch is. And the, the, the day is drawing near to the beauty contest. And so, Tootie, hopeless and resigned, is forced to enter into the beauty contest as the hideous monster that she is. The contest happens, Gruntilda shows up, she is braggadocious and unwilling to help Banjo and Kazooie. Brentilda shows up, and as she she judges everyone there, she judges everyone is beautiful as they are, because everyone there is different. There are all kinds of strange and wonderful creatures there. There's uh, King Jingling, the king of the Jinjos, a very strange yellow dog man kind of guy. There's Mumbo, the skull-faced man. There's uh, bottles, the mole, there's living vegetables, and all kinds of crazy creatures, and they're all beautiful to her. She then goes to Tootie and tells her that she is beautiful. She can tell she is a kind soul. This resonates with Tootie, and she realizes that it is not her appearance that matters, but her character that matters most. Then Brentilda recognizes Grunty and says, even though Grunty has said many mean things to her, and that her appearance is clearly stolen from someone else. She still thinks that she is beautiful and loves her as a sister. Gruntilda says, Yeah, well watch this, I'll be even more beautiful, and drinks the potion. The potion then changes her back to her normal hideous witch self. She is furious, and she turns on Mumbo and says, What is this potion? Why am I ugly? I thought this was supposed to make me beautiful. Mumbo says, oh, I knew you'd be spying on us, and I had to convince Tootie to actually get these ingredients. This is a potion of inner beauty, and I can tell you, you're not very beautiful on the inside. Grunty is infuriated and begins uh, casting magic spells and tearing up the land. It is up to Banjo and Kazooie and Tootie to step in and stop her from this rampage. It uh, ends on this climax in this really high, cinematic place. Grunty falls into a bottomless pit and is never seen again. Brantilda commends Tootie and Banjo and Kazooie on their brave actions and offers to help Tootie change back into her original form. Tootie accepts, and Tootie is uh, returned to the normal little bear that she once was. post credit scene. Klungo, the mad scientist henchman that we probably saw once or twice in the movie, is seen dragging a large vial of glowing green liquid to this grunty-shaped hole at the bottom of this rocky chasm. He pours it into the hole, and we see a skeletal witch hand and a cackle as lightning strikes in the background. The end. I don't know how we keep doing it. <laughs> We're just that good, man. All right. It is time for the 
show wrap up. We got we actually did get an uh, an email, a pitch, a fan pitch, uh, and I will Shit. read it to you now. It's uh this actually comes from our wonderful composer, uh, the guy who composed all of the the theme music for Game Reel, Chris Kirk. He actually he loves Banjo Kazooie and he <laughs> sent us a Banjo Kazooie pitch, uh, and here it is. My idea is that the movie is a prequel to the events of the first Banjo-Kazooie game, being centered around Grunty and how she gets to be where she is now. Think Wicked, but Grunty is still clearly a villain. There'd be scenes where she hides jiggies and uses her magic to create massive monsters, like Snipper in Treasure Trove Cove, to guard them from Banjo. So, yeah, Matt, you actually kind of predicted this at the beginning of the episode. This was this was Chris's idea, like, the day I streamed. Nice. You two are on the same wavelength. Oh, yeah, we're just, like, both spacing out into the ether together. It's great. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks to Chris Kirk for our theme song. His Twitter is at Composer Kirk. That's at Composer Kirk. Kirk spelled K-I-R-K. And his Bandcamp is composerkirk.bandcamp.com. And we also want to thank Britt Sodersjurna for our album art. And if you'd like to follow her on Twitter, her Twitter is at Artzoid. So that is spelled at A-R-T-Z-0-I-D. It's good stuff. She also did our Halloween episode cover and assets for the YouTube episodes coming soon. Good stuff. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. I have been Cassidy Easton. I am Matt. And I've been Annika. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Good night. Good night.